We always talk about being heard, but you cannot be heard unless you are seen. Think about like when you're in a noisy environment, how do you pick out what you want to listen to? What's going to be the thing that you focus your eyes on? You're willing to come in, sit in a chair, and you're willing to dig in, find out who you are. You can achieve it. Welcome to Moving Beyond Trauma Podcast. I am Kate Brassington, coaching psychologist and trauma-informed coach, your guide and companion as we explore what trauma is and is not, and demystify the myriad of ways that we can move beyond it to ease suffering and get the fun back. Uh, I am delighted to welcome back Tracy Moyes, House of Colour, Chattanooga Hickson. Oh, thank you so much for coming back for part two. You're welcome. So this is where we're going to have, well, we already have a lot of fun, but there's so much. Listen, everybody, you all know how to be invisible. You all know how to hide. We don't need a podcast episode on that, right? <laughs> Everyone. Everyone's pro at that. Tracy, I'm just so excited for myself as well, like to hear what you're going to tell us about what, what can you do when you do want to be seen? So... When you want to be seen, sometimes we don't know we want to be seen. Sometimes we're painfully shown that we need to be seen. So one of the examples that we like to talk about as house color consultants is the pretty woman montage. Mm-hmm. So when she first goes down to Rodeo Drive in her working girl clothes, and they don't serve her, they turn her away, they treat her very horribly. I mean. It's just horrible. And then a couple weeks later, she goes back, right? Her fancy clothes, the clothes that actually suit her. So the um, the costumers were very good, actually, because they put her in wrong colors to begin with because she's down on her leg right now and she's in her right colors. But then she goes back, beautifully dressed, makeup, with looks like she's got money to spend, mm-hmm. and they fall all over themselves. Now, Obviously, that's an extreme. But how many times have you been in a shop and not been able to get any help? Or you've been at the doctor's office and you just can't get their attention. Or you've been in a meeting and people talk all over you. They don't even notice you. Or they're like, they assume that you're the coffee girl and actually, or the coffee boy, and you're actually running the meeting. So we've, We've probably experienced these or seen these things happen. So we do need to be visible. Sometimes we might not want to be visible because inside we might not be in a place, but you've got to start somewhere and we have to live in this world. Most of us, we actually have to go out and do things and accomplish tasks. So Mm -hmm. it's much better to be in control. Am I? (laughs) You're controlling what is happening. I love that you said that. Like, I think a big thing for people when I'm supporting someone who's moving beyond trauma is finding their voice again. And part of that, I think, is your visibility. But at some point, you're going to speak up, whether to advocate for your child because they've got medical needs or school needs or to stick up for another person or because you're taking care of your elderly parent or a friend. Or there's just these like so many scenarios where actually It would be really good if I could just, without taking quite so much effort from myself, be seen, heard and understood. Exactly. That that is, um, yeah, okay. Yes. 
Um, and I know in the previous um, podcast, we talked about um, the seven ages of women. Now, obviously, not all of my clients are women. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have some male clients. It's just that the bulk of my clients are women. So we, we do tend to focus on that. But men go through life changes and trauma as well. Mm-hmm. And actually, what drives men often to my studio would be a their significant other saying you must go do this because I buy your clothes and I want to know right so that's (laughs) yeah I think we've been there I'm not buying you anything new till I know what the color is for it (laughs) yeah right um then sometimes men will be looking for that promotion they'll be looking for that next step up in their career they might be starting a business they might be entrepreneurial. Heaven forbid that they've been made redundant, right? Mm-hmm. And they're coming and they're on the interview circuit. Mm-hmm. Now, so these would be typical drivers for men to come to studio. Now, these are just broad brushstrokes. We know that everyone's an individual and we all have unique situations. But let's face it, the world has changed. You don't go, where do you go meet people? So if a man has lost his wife sadly he's become a widower or he's broken up with his partner or he's gone through a divorce then online dating is just as scary for men mm-hmm. as it is for women mm-hmm. what kind of picture are you putting on your profile page because if you're 50 putting your 25 year old self on there <laughs> is just not going to cut it anymore it's not going to work here listen have you have you worked with the trans people as well so- uh, yes i've had some trans clients uh-huh and like are the issue the issues of being visible are the the same i think in my very limited because my you know the the numbers that i've had are much mm. smaller, um they still want to be authentic yeah they still just want to have permission mm-hmm. to be themselves and to look good while they're doing it now I had um a client they just wanted to be passable right they knew they were never going to be pretty they were transitioning at a much older age than you know hormone treatment and things would be super beneficial they just wanted people to have to take that second look Mm -hmm. right they didn't want to stand out as a freak show they just those their words not mine they wanted just to feel comfortable in being who they've always wanted to be gosh when you say that for all of us yeah the same for all of us yes wow thank you okay so what do we do tracy how do we do this (laughs) come on give us the magic all right (laughs) so there are a couple of things that you can know generally across the board navy is a much kinder choice of color it's much more flattering for most people than black Mm -hmm. i know black is easy that's why people go to black it's everywhere although black isn't always black in shops if you've ever put black things together you'll notice that actually black isn't black but navy tends to be the most flattering um it's particularly for older skins so if you don't know your color palette the navy would be a good choice Mm -hmm. particularly if we're talking about um you know, usually for like professional 
kind of things if you're if you're going down that route. We talk a lot about authority points and we're going to do a little demonstration on points of interest or accessories for, to follow on so that you can see what we mean. But there are a couple things that I like to let people know. I like to let them know about their armor mm-hmm. and I like to let them know about their jugular protection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So often people will just wear a t-shirt or a top without a collar and they'll wear a pair of trousers of some description or some kind of, and they'll call it, that's job done, right? So you go and imagine you're a parent, you're going in, you've been called into the school to meet the principal because you're sub something with your child and it's not going to be a comfortable, have a cup of tea and a cake kind of meeting. You might feel a bit nervous about that for whatever reason. You might feel really hit up about that. <laughs> well... But you want to actually present and project a confident, calm, outer demeanor. Mm-hmm. So how do you do that when inside you're just feeling full of <laughs> rage or anxiety or any of those kind of not so nice feelings that you have to deal with? So one will be your armor. Mm-hmm. So armor takes the form of a jacket of any kind of sort. Right. So in a casual thing, it's just be a denim jacket. Right? It could be a cardigan uh, for work. Obviously, it can be more formal, be mm-hmm. a sports jacket. It'll be a blazer. But that's your armor. As soon as you put it on and it's clients, I even, even myself, if I put um, a structured quarter cardigan or jacket on, I automatically set up. Mm-hmm. Shoulders back. You just feel more in control mm-hmm. to some degree. <laughs> It's not going to solve all the world's problems, but it does help. And it also makes you look more prepared and more in charge because mm-hmm. we have a societal view of what it means to be in a jacket mm-hmm. that gives you a sense of authority so and competency. The next thing is your jugular protection. So for women, that often takes the form of a necklace or a scarf. And for men, that would be a necktie, but collars will help. So replace that t-shirt with like a polo shirt or collared shirt or collared blouse. But certainly for women, we would talk about necklaces. The higher up your necklace or your scarf, the more formal the occasion. So the more authority that you gain. So if you just wear a really long necklace, that's very casual. And actually, if you think about it, you can't really see much of it. But the further up the neck it goes, and we call it jugular protection, because if you think about the military uniform, so if we... Most people know what the um, the guards at Buckingham Palace look like. We're in America, you know, our Marines in their full-dress blues. They've got that high collar that goes all the way around your neck. So that gives you confidence because, as you said, we need to have our voice. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to have to have a hard conversation, you want to feel like your voice is protected. And everyone can do this. So you can have a cardigan or a jacket, and you can have a scarf or a bandana or a necklace, or something around your neck, and you will automatically look more pulled together, and you will feel more confident. Mm-hmm. Whoa, it's so funny. I know this stuff, because I've you've, you've told me it before, and I'm like trying not to, I'm trying to stop myself getting my pen to write this down. <laughs> I like, I want to make notes of what you're saying. That is so amazing. The the That's something I've learned from you, is to go and get a jacket, because my natural would be a fleece. 
or a dog walking coat or, you know, something comfy. I don't like the structure. Um, and it's really helped me change and think about where I'm going, what I need to, who I need to be in that situation. And then whether a jacket, can I, can I deal with a jacket? <laughs> can I, can I do it? <laughs> so that's well, a big thing. There's a thing. Yes. You know, you've got temperature. So then you start talking about different kinds of fabric. So, you know, linen in the summer versus wool in the winter and tweeds and, you know, that you can go down a rabbit hole, but mm. that's what a all consultation is for, right? That's to give you the really specific things that work for you. But interesting that you brought yourself up and I didn't warn you about this. So what <laughs> you found, right? Because we're living in the Zoom world and I was super lucky, lucky to get to meet you for real in August before I, I moved. Yeah. And so I've seen your visual transition, but what has it actually, since you know some of these things, what has it done for you? To learn, like, just like, oh, I, I need to wear a jacket. It's helped me believe in myself more. So I have the training, the development, I'm, and I'm a good, like, badge collector. You know, I collect a credit. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's a bit of a, an in-joke <laughs> in, in my in my in my peer group you know Kate's getting another qualification there um and that's one way that I give myself confidence is by getting an accreditation or a qualification or a training that's good ethical practice no problem with that but how do I present myself I guess wearing a jacket or paying attention to my jugular has really been a way that I've then gone out and about that in my real life like like you say going out to school to have a bit of a dealing with a teacher or a situation where I'm connecting with other people in the flesh that has absolutely um, made a big difference to me and then on zoom this like awareness of color so of course we can't well in fact what we're going to do is um you're going to do a little demonstration. We're going to make a video of it and we're going to put the link in the show notes. So you'll actually be, be able to go to YouTube and see Tracy demonstrating some of this stuff because it's like audio has its limits, right? <laughs> so we're going to bring some of this to life for you all. But like there's a way of just um, putting myself together on Zoom even that is so different. Like the use of color. I found that black, even though it's one of my absolutely best colors I could wear it head to toe and look amazing but on zoom it sort of sucks all the light out of the room there's a diff so I've tended to shift towards um using the the navies and the purples and but just like the color like even thinking because I know we're going to be doing the, the the video recording in a minute and going to find my denim jacket and getting it out the cupboard and thinking right better wear that because I've got Tracy on <laughs> later you know uh, <laughs> and well, just you know what is this on video because it will determine what I wear (laughs) determine what I wear and I think with the jugular as well yes absolutely um it's helped me become more aware of my that throat space I've quite a long neck as well and so um doing some work with um Kathy Corner last year who makes jewelry like she was really paying attention to exactly the length of the necklace and I tend to be someone who thinks oh that's nice I'll just wear that you know I don't really pay it attention so I think what you're like that difference that you've made the difference is to help me pay attention to these things that are sort of and is it right is it is it did you call it the cameo this sort of top uh, communication area yeah so it's if today it would be the zoom box area really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what is the zoom box area yeah 
that's the area to like if I'm if I haven't got much time or whatever I'll just think oh a necklace scarf jacket go you know like that's enough the rest of it catch <laughs> <laughs> up later <laughs> wow cool okay so you'd also mentioned that you would talk a little bit about red because you've, you've said navy so red is well I mean our brains as Kate is fond of saying you know they don't know that we're not cavemen anymore so we still have developed systems based on that so about 70 percent of first impression is solely on the visual so we always worry about what we're gonna say but actually that first 10 seconds we know if somebody's friend or foe right because our brains go are they danger or are they safety in that first 10 seconds so we often talk about not judging a book by its cover but the reality is, is our brains do. You just need to be aware of that. Obviously, we have, we're sentient. We can go, okay, well, I'll hold that lightly. Let me dig a bit deeper. But when you go into a room, you very quickly scan to see. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're in, let's say, a conference or in a big meeting and you're scanning and somebody's wearing a red jacket or a red tie, your eyes are going to stop because we are biologically wired to see red first. So if you think about hunter-gatherers, mm-hmm. ripe fruit, so red. Um, there's a really famous image of Angela Merkel with the G- and the G20 summit. All the men are wearing gray and black, and she's wearing a bright red jacket. It's on Google if you want to go see, but your eyes are drawn to her. Mm-hmm. So it so that's why it's a power color, but it is a power of confidence. So I always tell my clients, forget the little black dress. My goal for you is to have a little red dress. Because <gasps> if you are confident, you will wear red. And that will tell people you are confident in what you are doing. Because mm-hmm. they're going to see you. There is no hiding in red. So you can use it sparingly. A red lip sometimes is all you need. People will notice your face. And your words, if you're wearing a red lip, they mm-hmm. don't have a choice. They can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the, the mischief in your eye then when you just said that. Like, they can't help it. You're going to put red lipstick on or red something, particularly in your communication zone with sort of shoulders and above. People are going to see you better, be more likely to hear you then, be more likely to give you... You can take less energy and effort from you to get your point across. We always talk about being heard, but you cannot be heard unless you are seen. Mm-hmm. Think about like when you're in a noisy environment, how do you pick out what you want to listen to? Mm-hmm. What's going to be the thing that you focus your eyes on? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This is so cool. Why do I have to wait to have a podcast to hear all this stuff in one go? I'm just <laughs> loving it. <laughs> this oh, is <laughs> okay so we're gonna go now and make that video that's gonna bring this to life um tracy's gonna do some of her magic that we'll be able to put the link in the show notes and um i just thought should we should would you like to summarize with just like the the maybe one piece of advice like one thing someone's going to take away from having listened to this what about beyond go find house color consultant (laughs) (laughs) i really love what i do because it is absolutely accessible 
to anyone who's willing to do the work. Mm-hmm. It is is totally democratic. If you're willing to come in, sit in a chair, and you're willing to dig in to find out who you are, then you too can be glamorous or stylish or any of the words that you resonate with you. It could be cute, could be striking, it could be powerful, could be enigmatic. It doesn't matter. You can achieve it. Awesome. Okay, so also in the show notes, we're going to let people know where they can find you. Do you want to just quickly tell us that? Like, um, sure. Um, you can find me at on Instagram at House of Color underscore Tracy Moyes, and find me at House of Color Chattanooga Hickson on Facebook. I'm Tracy Moyes on LinkedIn, and we have consultants globally. So if you go to www.houseofcolor.com. You can find a cons- you can find a stylist in the US, or you can go to www.houseofcolor.co.uk, and you can find stylists in the rest of the world. Oh my goodness! So they've got all. So the UK one's got all the like rest of world, rest and then the world. You, US is just US. And the stuff you can do online is the style, isn't that right? Style, pretty accessories, much makeup, training, all of that stuff. The only thing you have to do in person in like in a daylight proper in-person thing is the thing that tells you what is the right color for you is that right yeah the color services any color service will Mm be um in person Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you don't have to go to the same consultant for i know we quite often have people that split so you find the person nearest to you but it's totally um client driven so Mm -hmm. whatever i want to do i and there's more i think in the u.s that tends to happen a lot more than maybe in the uk Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or say Ireland where there is one consultant <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah oh fantastic thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you for listening to Moving Beyond Trauma if you find it valuable please forward it to others and be sure to subscribe to get the new episodes when they release you can find me on LinkedIn Kate Brassington and Twitter Kate Brassington 3 and you'll find links and references to what we've covered in the show notes